Welcome everyone, I'm Jeffrey Goodman, Director of Marketing and Development for the YMCA of Northwest Louisiana. We're here at 318 Latino Studios for Shreveport Bossier, my city, my community, my home. And we have a super special episode today. I think it's, the, it's only the second time that we've had two guests. So our guests today are Coach Donnie Jackson and Tim Fitzgerald. Guys, thanks so much for being here. Thanks really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to hop on in. Um, Coach Donnie, this first question is for you. So sure. the question is, our community consists of too many families who suffer from generational poverty and too many young people who lack mentors and role models. We'll get into all the nuts and bolts later today of the Shreveport Youth Boxing Club. But let's start here. You once said, Coach Donnie, I pulled this quote from you. You once said, a lot of these kids, no one has taken the time. It seems kind of obvious, but why does taking the time with these kids matter? Well, it matters for so many different reasons. Um, if Kids are uniquely made, and, and, and we grab their attention by spending time with them. And the time that we get a, a, allowed to spend with them happen to be through boxing. But, of course, it's way bigger than that. You know, we take the time to mentor them in ways that um, probably most programs don't, simply because that ideology that you just mentioned, that um, it takes a village to raise these kids. And we just try to play our role in that process. And I think we do a very good job of that. And um, the community, you know, allowed us the opportunity, and we're just taking advantage of it. Love that. And um, Coach Donnie, why, why, why do you do it personally? What, why do you do it and what drives you to be a mentor and role model for these kids? Similarities. Um, my background will probably lend itself to that. Uh, I came from uh, a single parent home um, and with five older brothers. And so that, you know, the diversity aspect of that, you know, how do you how do you make it from those type of environments? You got to have strong willpower. You got you got to be unbreakable. And I think that's what I bring to the table with these kids, teaching them ways to survive. And in boxing, it just happened to be a catalyst to get them there. You know, some some of these kids will never go to college, um, so it's inevitable for us to teach them job skills. And inevitable for us to teach them how to connect with uh, those programs that offer. Um, uh, assistance with um, technical schools and things of that nature. Something they can do well with their hands because they box, and then obviously they're, they're learning how to use their hands. So it's ways of just trying to uh, to keep them focused in a way that you know it's it's going to turn into something outside of the boxing world and uh, give them a chance to be a productive citizen in our community. Love that. And, and Tim, tell me if you could about the Shreveport Youth Boxing Club. And how and why Coach Donnie and you started it? Yeah, I have to go back to what you were talking about just a minute ago, if you don't mind. Please. When you were uh, uh, talking about these kids, let me just give you the down basic thing we do that we're very, uh, what do you say, persistent on. Yes. When you walk in the gym and you experienced this when I you did. came to see us, I did. we want each kid to come up and shake your hand look you in the eye and tell you their name not mumble tell you their name 
and then you're going to tell them they're an eight, and we want a good, firm, hard handshake. And that little thing right there, I tell them, I said, look, this will take you far, just this one little thing. And they get into it, and they'll go all the way around the gym, and you can see them speaking to everybody and shaking the hands. So anyway, that, that's just an example of, of the basic training we get them when they first get there. Uh, no, me and Donnie have been together about 20 years. We were, when my son, who's 33 now, was 12, uh, we got it into the Golden Glove boxing. I didn't know where everybody was at that point. I had been in boxing at Irish McNeil's way back before that. And uh, where was that, Irish McNeil? Th that was on the fairgrounds. That building burned down. It's kind of where the old Salvation Army, it's where the Salvation Army is now. Uh, but the old gym. Irishman Neal was famous. Now, he was already sick and gone when I got there. This was probably about 77 or so, and uh, uh, the Dements were running it then, and they're still strong in the boxing community today. But uh, anyway, I called Tim Dement and asked him where everybody was going, and he said, well, Paxton's gym is right over there on Foot Fulton, you know. So I took Connor out there, and I remember he didn't even want to go in. <laughs> Cause it was pretty ominous looking and uh we met that's when i met coach jackson and when connor rotated out of the program at about oh he was 12 to about 19 uh and then went to school he went on uh i couldn't leave it you know we, we at that time we started fundraising for paxton's gym and turned them into a 501c and and i got to know this guy and then when ray passed away that's when we went around the corner and bought a new building and opened our own gym, uh, Streetport Youth Boxing. And where are you for folks who are We're, we're at the corner of Fulton and Midway. Yeah, right before you get to Hearn. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're right there on the right-hand side if you're going towards Hearn on, on Midway. So relatively, for people out there, relatively close to the fairgrounds. Very, yes. yeah, very close to the fairgrounds. It's, uh, and it's not the best of neighborhoods. When we first moved in, and we got the building all painted, we gutted it. Uh, these guys came and painted graffiti all over one wall. And Donnie was uh, apologizing to me saying, look, I'm gonna get that painted. <laughs> and I said, no, no, don't get that painted. It's pretty good, number one. <laughs> and number two, we're part of this neighborhood and we, we want to let them know we're part of this neighborhood. So it's still there today. The graffiti is still there today. In fact, I put a sign out there, please paint me a boxer, you're real good. <laughs> and, and they never did, because I guess they thought we were setting them up, you know? But- uh, Well, y'all do me a favor, I don't care who does it, but paint me a picture, in addition to seeing each kid come up to uh, someone that walks in, shaking their hand, looking them in the eye, telling them their name, what is, what is someone gonna see when they walk into the gym? What, What's it gonna What's it gonna sound like? Who's gonna be in there? What's it gonna look like? Just give me give me kind of paint a picture a little bit of what that experience is gonna be. I see it every day. You like well, it. it's very old school. You know, he won't allow me to run the air conditioning. Uh, in fact, in the summer we call it the box because it's just a hot box. We have fans running, and there's there's things we've written all over the walls, sayings and things like that. And you know when I when I, my challenge to a young man I meet on the street or whatever, I give them my number and I say, look, if you ever want to try a box and call me and I'll meet you there. And then I'll go out there and introduce them to Donnie. But this guy, I, I don't know. I just, 
if there was a, I don't know what the man of the year award would be, but he should be it. I mean, he's just, he's just a great asset to our community. And he just starts them so slow and teaches them just the how to stand, the basics, you know. And it, it's just beautiful to watch a kid walk in, know nothing, be intimidated and scared, and go through the process, gain, gain uh, you can see them starting to gain confidence. And it's never about fighting. We don't, we always tell them, if you become a good boxer, you'll never have to fight again because you'll have the confidence that you don't need to. And what's the, what's the youngest you'll take? And you'll take males and females, correct? Yes, so yes. give me a sense of kind of the age range that you'll serve. And I, I know when I was there, I saw, I don't know if you were coaching them or teaching them, but I also saw adults as well. So just give me a sense of who who is welcome there. Sure, sure. We start uh, at the earliest age eight. Uh, and I think our oldest kid is about 27, I believe. Um, the, the reason uh, USA wants for insurance purposes, a lot of times parents call, they want the kids you know, a lot earlier than that. But of course, for, you know, for insurance purposes and, 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 and development of a kid, age eight is about the appropriate age to start teaching them skills because at that time, they're a little bit more focused in, in, in learning things at that time versus having to repeat yourself so many times. Mm-hmm. And the older kids, of course, kind of help us along, you know, along the way because at that time, they've been around us long enough to know what our expectations expectations are. And so that gives those kids a chance to have, you know, something to look up to, mm-hmm. you know. So it kind of, you know, the program is kind of a wraparound service. Yeah, love it. I mean, I, I was very moved just in my short time there. Um, yeah, so I'd love to hear from each of you on this. Um, what is the one thing so far that you've learned from your experience with the kids in the Shreveport Youth Boxing Club that has most surprised you? Talent. Mm-hmm. The, these kids, um, Shreveport is, is full of talent. And um, I, I always, I was a football player myself uh, for many years. And I've always looked around and, and just observed kids going and play NFL and other sports and baseball and, and basketball and other sports. And I said, why not boxing? And, and 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 the ideology was there, but nobody just took the time to really focus on how to get them from step A to steps B, C, and D. And that's what we did. We just took the time to really look at it critically and see how can we get them from this point to the next point. And and within saying that, we found out we we were pretty successful. And these kids, you know, come from this little bitty state, Louisiana, this little bitty city of Shreveport. We go out to nationals, people know who we are now. You know, years ago, you know, we were just probably, in our mind, just a thought. But, you know, we believe, we set some goals and we put it on the wall and said, look, guys, this is where we want to be in a few years. You guys can do it if you, you know, give us a chance to help you get there. And they bought into our system and now, you know, looking back, you know, looking, we got three national champions uh, just last year. And that's big because we're the only team in the country that was able to do that it's amazing what about you tim like yeah, and, just... those, and those national champions are there here's my take on it i said this to donnie many times i've been to famous boxing gyms around the country like gleason's gym and in, in uh, new york city you know in brooklyn 
And if you to, if the if a kid told one of those coaches, Coach, I'm gonna be late. I got football today. He'd say, Carry your butt. Either you're a boxer or you're not. You know, they it's real old school. Donnie's the opposite. Our guys, I mean, two of our guys are playing basketball for Woodlawn right now. One of them's playing college football right now. Our three national champions. So he's always attracted the athletes. And when he says he played a little football, I mean, he was drafted by the 49ers as a linebacker. So, I mean, he, he's played sports at a very high level. He's been to the Olympic trials in boxing. Uh, you know, he's been there and done that. And I think when I always say, Donnie, when I'm recruiting somebody, I say, look, we have an Olympic-level coach. It's the truth. We do. And and talk that's that's fascinating because we've actually we brought in Dr. James Andrews, who's one of the most famous orthopedic surgeons in the country. And one of his big things is getting away from this trend towards early sports specialization and all this burnout that we're seeing as a result of it. So where does that come from, like your belief that these kids should do things other than just box? Um opportunities um sometimes one kid may have a focus that he thinks he can make it in one particular sport then some kids i don't care coach what you put in front of him i can do it so that kid gives you you know gives himself more opportunities and so we i just don't turn kids down you know and i i've take i've I've taken on kids that didn't have any athletic ability Uh and they became really good boxers but but it took a little bit longer and that's the challenge that some coaches are not willing, you know, to you know take on. And you know, even even we took on an artistic kid before. Mm-hmm. And he even, you know, nobody thought he ever had a, have a chance to box. But because of my background and my employment, you know, we took the time. We took the time, and you know, it's like I would any other kid, because I think everybody deserved an opportunity. And so he went out and competed, and he lost eight fights before he won his first fight. Mm-hmm. And after that, we retired him. And he went out, you know, and he'll tell you, every, you know, whenever you see him, Coach, I appreciate what you've done for me. I'm a better man because of, he, he's, he's working a job. Now, he had no idea ever before that he would ever work. But because his confidence really bloomed from that, that, that uh, situation, he went out and knew that he could do other things in life. And that's, that's what we want to foster. That's incredible. Yeah. So my next question for you all um, Aside from everything that you've said already, the kids that come to you, what can they expect to learn? Hard work. Determination. Being responsible. Being uh, able to give respect in order to get respect. Because in this life, nobody's going to give you anything. In this world and... uh, we make it, you know, really apparent to these kids that in order for you to obtain things, it's going to take work. And so the, the achievements that are there is because the foundation is there. And when you put things in front of kids and put a little structure there, which most of them didn't have prior to coming to us, that the, the benefits that we're getting and the results we're getting is just truly because of that. And so that's what we're, uh, I guess we're, really uh, thankful that we were able to kind of figure that piece out better than most clubs. You know, they just kind of come in, they work out and go home. We take the time to talk to them. We take the time to get to know something about their personal life. We take the time to hopefully meet mom or dad or or a family member or what have you. And that gives us a little bit better 
one of communication that most people don't have, and then and it, and it creates a a, a lifetime uh, of of communication because some of these kids leave. I had a kid that came by the other day. Uh, he co I coached him when I first started. He came back now. He got kids of his own. He's bringing to me the box now. Mm -hmm. And just to see that next generation, I'm like, wow, I'm getting old. But at the uh -huh. same time, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity. And, and it's, it's a ministry, man. It's, a, it's something that, you know, I, I guess in a weird kind of way, I always looked at it as a ministry. It's, it's you know, sometimes, you know, the, like on my job, we always say church without walls. I think this is the same concept. This is mm -hmm. church without walls. Love that. Yeah. Tim, anything you want to well, add to I, that? And I just, I, as he was talking, I was thinking of uh, Bobby Leonard, you yeah. know, who, uh, one of our top boxers, went into the National Guard, uh, actually went overseas. Yeah. Uh, now he's back, has a really good job. I mean, you know, uh, Trey Leonard, uh, his cousin, Trey, is uh, a fireman. Uh, he's, uh, you met him. He's uh, a Bossier firefighter. And, but that's not a, 19 years old, and he's already bought his own house over in Broadmoor and uh, has a child. And, and just, just solid, good people, you know. And he's interested in the financial business, so he comes and sits in <laughs> on our meetings on Monday. Wow. I mean, it just just incredible yeah tim is a financial advisor for new york life for those out there listening uh, well um, just yeah. to make that connection <laughs> is that the correct title yes or? yes and the other thing i will say about this guy in the group in general we you know connor my youngest son we just got tight you know and you go to connor didn't want me there like you know he don't want you don't want your parent there and I'd stand in, in the side, and I'd get to know the other kids, you know, was kind of what I would do. And and when he rotated out, there wasn't no way I could leave, you know. And I always tell Donnie when we were making that next decision, like buying this building and, and gutting it, I said, are you in? Because I'm in as long as you're in. And I used to bring, you know, Miles, uh, my, my son who was uh, special needs, I'd bring him out there in the wheelchair and put him in the gym and he would light up and all the kids would say the king is here the king is here you know and uh those things are things of the heart but that i'll never forget and so i'm 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 here as long as donnie's here is the way way i look at it love that all right so my last formal question we're going to come back and talk about whatever else um you guys want to focus on but my last formal question is simply and this is for both of you how do how do we create more mentors and role models in this community we're in we're in the beginning process of doing that now some of the uh lately some of the kids that have, have found out found their way to us have uh have, have dads and moms that are interested in how to help which in the past we didn't have that. And so I've taken advantage of the opportunity to explain boxing to them a little bit more in depth to, to see what would interest them and how they would be able to apply any help that they would want to do with us. And it's been working And from a mentorship standpoint. One of these guys are ministers. And so he stands behind some of those kids and he talks with them about things that they wouldn't normally get because, you know, probably 40, 50% of those kids probably never been in a church. 
And so getting the opportunity just to speak to someone that's not forcing church on him, but he's just speaking about it. And he was a boxer. And too. he was a boxer. So all that kind of helps. And so it, 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 it brings, you know, some energy that we, we, we haven't had before. And so um, just just finding other you know, ways to mentor to these kids and put other positive people in their life, you know, and it gives them, you know, more stability in the long run. And and again, it's 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 adding more people to the team who are taking the time. Correct. Like you said earlier. Correct. Yeah, and we got two Coach Charles and and Coach Donnie are our two formal coaches, but we have other coaches that are just volunteers. Yeah. You know, they come because they either they have a son there and they know about boxing. So they want to volunteer their time uh, or, uh, well, I can think of about two or three guys like right. that, right. which is great. We, we need that, you know. So tell me, tell me how people can find out about Shreveport Youth Boxing Club. Give me maybe your exact address. Tell me a little bit about, I know it's a 501c3, so you're always seeking additional financial support as well. Yeah, every, um, every dime, the kids pay for nothing. Our philosophy on the kids paying, we got from Ray Paxton. Now, Ray Paxton, by the way, was in the Golden Gloves Hall of Fame as a coach. He was on one of the Olympic teams as a coach. But Ray's philosophy was, no, I don't care if a kid has too much money or not enough money, they ain't paying because if we go and when and when we travel, we pay for all the food because Don, you know, Donnie doesn't want to point out somebody and they say, well, no, I'm not hungry. When in reality, they just don't have any money. So we 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 have to raise money to fund all these trips, the hotels, everything. So we're constantly fundraising, and that's that's my responsibility. And uh, so it never stops. You know, we finish one year and we're already into our next year of fundraising. And there's a website. We have our own website. If you go to Shreveport Youth Boxing Club, you'll see the website. There is a GoFundMe button on there where you can contribute. Now, that thing's three years old. It shows at that time we were trying to raise $10,000 for something. And it shows we've raised seven of it. Well, that's three years old. We've we've long since used that money. But uh, the button still works. So Perfect. anybody that would want to make a donation to Shreveport Youth Boxing, we would certainly appreciate it. And it takes, I'll tell you, it takes about 50000 a year for us to do all the traveling we do and all the tournaments they go to. And the kids pay for nothing. That's incredible. Yeah, all they pay for is we have them sign up for USA Boxing, which covers us for the insurance. But in reality, they don't even pay for that because we sponsor them we'll usually pay their membership to that. So, but if a parent, if a kid has it, we appreciate it, you know. What didn't I hit today? Like, tell me some things that I should have asked about or things that are important to know about your work. I mean, well, I, I think, think you're I, doing important. I think what's exciting to me, and then I'll shut up, because I, I, I've talked, my grandmother said, you had the gift of gab, you know, it means <laughs> I talk too much. But uh, the fact that we have three and maybe more but right now we have three kids that will be invited to the Olympic trials next year. That's pretty dang exciting. And we got some younger kids that are coming up. He took five to the seven, seven to the national uh, silver state, gloves state, state, was state. Mm-hmm. And what well, you had five champions there. Right. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, we got another group coming up. It's like, you know, that group's accomplished so much, but, but it's, it's still coming. Uh, I really believe 
his name has gotten out and people are now starting to seek him. I hope that's what it is, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I played a bunch of different sports and I mean, we all know this. I mean, the, the right coach is, is, is what it's all about. Yes. And, I mean, I had, I had the good fortune of having a bunch of bad coaches and, you know, you know a select few uh, that were very good that uh, I'm forever grateful and indebted to. Yes. What else? I mean, what else should we tell people or what else should people be aware of? Um, you know, maybe someone's listening to this and they're struggling to well, find. You, you asked the uh, address. It's 2550 Midway. And if you want to see what we're doing, come out. What day? When, when are you we're there? We're there Monday through Friday, 5 or oh. 530 to about 7. And uh, it, it gets in your blood. <laughs> it, it's a wonderful thing. And it's not a... It, and, and I stress that it's not just about boxing. In fact, it's more about life than it is about boxing. It really is. Because, you know, how far are really everybody going to take it? You know, they're only going to take it to a certain level. With the discipline, what it did for my own son, it, you know, a, a real small young kid, and what it did for him, it gave him so much confidence and drive I mean, he's got a college, you know, he graduated from college and he, he works for the big company in New York City now as a consultant. So uh, he went from being very shy to all the way to that. And I credit that to these guys. Coach, what else? Um, just kind of to spin off of what Tim just said, um, it's so many kids that, uh, that came through our program that we can just, you know, talk for days about. Um, Ladera, I always think of Ladera. Yeah, Ladera, one one of the man, just kid. He's working over in uh, uh, Dallas, Texas now, and a plant manager over there. Um, uh, I can't think of the kid name on uh, Trey, the big kid. Yeah, I can't remember his last name. Well, Ladera would tell you that he wouldn't even gotten out of high school. Right, right. And he ended up being the ki uh, king of the homecoming. prom, yeah. homecoming king, yeah. and all that. You know, and he said he was on his. Before he came to us, he was on his way out. You know, yeah. he was in so much trouble. But. Yeah. And we we take on trouble kids. We take on you know kids that are uh, sometimes considered bullies. Uh, when when you get in that ring and and you, and you get to competing, there there you know there's no losers. But the camaraderie from that man, you like you wouldn't believe these kids become friends. You know all of that street. And mentality kind of goes away, you know. These kids become friends for life, and and that's what I see when I see some of these older kids come back. You know, they coming in in, in groups, and they they still have that bond, you know, through boxing that that allowed them to uh, figure out life in a different way, and, and being able to hold down a job, take care of their families. That's that's what it's all about, you know. And so, uh, this program is as far exceeded my expectations as far as that part is concerned. Of course. I want to see that kid that make the Olympic team, and I think I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. I want to see that kid that pursues uh, professional boxing. But for the parents that are out there to know more about amateur boxing, it's the safest sport there is. Mm -hmm. They got this headgear on. They, you know, they got their hands protected. And you, out of all the sports, you never hear about a kid going, going getting carried off in the ambulance or getting uh, injured, breaking a leg or anything of that nature. The worst case scenario, they may have a little bloody nose from time to time, but as far as safe, USA boxing is it. Yeah. USA amateur boxing is it. Yeah. It's not like what you 
seeing on professional uh, on TV, yeah. you know, if if there's a hard punch thrown, they give the kid a standing neck count. And if you have three of those, they're going to stop the fight. They're right. going to say they're they're out, they're outmatched. Right. You know, so it's very very well protected. I think soccer is a statistic with more head injuries than boxing. <laughs> So yeah, uh, I broke my leg really badly. High school <laughs> soccer. Wow. Uh-huh. wow. Yeah. Well, these are two very giving, important souls in our community. I appreciate the important work both of you are doing. Anything else just before we we got all the time in the world? If there's anything else you want to mention to folks? Just I, I would like just to, to you know let the community know that any help that they give us, we would definitely appreciate it. Uh, these kids, man, they pour their hearts out. And, and just if we have an event in town, if we uh, we would like to make sure that you guys come out and support these kids because I tell you, it, it does all the good, you know, for them because when you when you have that support, you you probably have to do more. Yeah. And, 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 um, and that's what we would like to offer the community opportunities to come out and see our kids compete. And, you know, we had a national tournament here a couple of years ago, and that was the first time one of our kids actually won – and, and it's probably because of the environment he was at home, and man, he stepped up and and and, and you know he made us all proud. Yeah. yeah. Well, the next local event you have, and we can make this happen, Tim. I definitely want the Y to promote it and make sure. everyone aware of it. So we'll we'll make sure that happens. That's great. We awesome. appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. and thank you for all you do. I really yeah. appreciate it. Of course, right back at you. Yeah. Yes, great to have you on here. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you, Jeffrey. Absolutely.